Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Peter King is one of the two greatest politicians out of this New York area in my lifetime, Rudy and Peter. Four decades as the man out on Long Island. Of course, um, all the uh, federal stuff as well. Homeland Security and has gone on to become a dear friend, him and his lovely wife, Rosemary, of me and Danielle. And um, I just love the guy. He's great on this show. He's great on John Katzmatidi's show. And I see pictures that Peter sent me from last night. He was having dinner with Anthony D'Esposito, who did a very good job a couple of days ago beating up George Santos. And one of the guys that's on this show every now and then, I love him, out of Louisiana, Steve Scalise. How was that uh, dinner last night, Pete, you and uh, Espo and Steve Scalise? It was really great. First, thanks for having me on again and give my best to Danielle. Thank well, you. Last night, it was uh, Anthony D'Esposito doing a great job in Congress. He's got to raise the money. He's like the number one target in the country. He his his is the most pro Biden Republican district in the country. Biden carried that district by seventeen votes, by seventeen percent, seventeen percent in uh, twenty twenty. Anthony carried it by four percent last year. That's a twenty one percent turnaround. So Democrats are gunning for him. So it's important we get behind him. Steve Scalise, the majority leader, great guy. Steve Scalise is. Probably the most genuine guy that I ever met with all the time I was in Congress. He's from Louisiana. He might as well be in New Yorker. He talks tough. Yeah. He's, a, he's a loyal guy. He's a great friend. And so, and he was there. Al D'Amato was there. Bruce Blakeman was there. Wow. Just a great get-together of Long Island. The uh, Firefighters Association from New York was there to support Anthony because he's on the Homeland Security Committee fighting to make sure we get enough money here in New York on Homeland Security. It was, it was a good night. It was a great night. Real people in Mio Posto. Uh, a restaurant in, in Merrick. And uh, again, you know, these are your side people. Let me put it that way. I, I intend that to be a compliment. Not everybody would say it's a compliment. But these, <laughs> you know, these are Sid Rosenberg people. Yeah, no, they are. Hey, listen, Nassau County is like my second home. I mean, as you and I are talking, Peter, Danielle's on the way to Garden City to go to work. And uh, you be, you're a dear friend of ours. And, you know, Bruce Blakeman, I've helped. And Ann Donnelly and Anthony and uh, you know, Laura Curran, another good friend of mine, Pat Ryder, the police commissioner, super oh, guy. Pat Ryder was there last night, too. Uh, he's Pat's a great guy. He's a great yeah. guy. He's helped me and Danielle, too. I wonder, though, if you did hear on Monday, I actually traveled to Suffolk County uh, for the first time in a long time on the show outside of Lee Zeldin, I guess. And I brought on the DA, Ray Tierney. Did you hear that interview? Because I thought he was great. No, I did not hear the interview, but uh, Ray Tierney is a excellent DA. He's like a, a, a career prosecutor, and he's really turned things around. He's an excellent uh, a professional, and uh, he's it's, it, to me, he's the best type of prosecutor. He gets the job done. He's low-key, but when he has to say something, he says it. He's not a showboat. He's not trying to uh, you know, get headlines from himself, but he does get headlines by doing a good job. So, no, Ray Tierney is a solid guy. Jesse Garcia, who's a Republican leader out in Suffolk County, he's also doing a great job right now. These are good times for Long Island between Jesse Garcia and Suffolk, Joe Cairo and Nassau County. We're making great strides. All we have to do is find a way to get rid of George Santos. Yeah, it's true. And the gangs, because every time I talk crime, whether it's uh, Blakeman, Donnelly and Nassau or even Tierney, 
in Suffolk, all they hear about are the gangs. You know, the shootings outside Zeldin's house, Jennifer Harrison's house. The majority of the murders, like 80%, are the gangs. It's not just MS-13 anymore. So that seems to be still a big issue on Long Island. Is that right? Yeah, it's more of an issue in Suffolk than Esso, but it's still here. That's why it's important that we have strong police departments, strong DAs. And, uh, again, going back to MS-13 in Suffolk County, I agree. They are not committing the murders they were before. Like at one stage, they committed 25 murders in 18 months. These are brutal, horrific wow. murders that were carried out. And then Donald Trump, and he doesn't get enough credit for this, but he convinced in Suffolk County twice. Now, that's really unusual to come to someone's congressional district twice. And he did it on MS-13. And when he did that, first of all, they increased uh, strike force people. They put more, uh, more U.S. attorneys in. And he also... Uh, gave the police all of the equipment and technology they needed. But more important than that, he let it be known that this was a major priority in his administration. So from, uh, I guess, 2015 to 2017, 18-month period, there were 25 murders. Since then, there's not been one MS-13 murder in the area that used to be my congressional district. And that's largely because of Donald Trump spearheading and working with the Suffolk County Police, with the Homeland Security, did a great job. Everyone yells about ICE and everything else. They were phenomenal here. There's a terrific sheriff in uh, Suffolk County. He's a Democrat, by the way. He's a great guy, Errol Tulon. So it's, they've gotten MS-13 under control. It's still there somewhere, yeah. but they're afraid to show their heads. But these other gangs are there, and it's, uh, this is why I always talk about defunding the police or fighting the police. Please. You know, when you and I are talking here on the radio, there's cops out there undercover. There's cops out there trying to get sources to these gangs to keep the next person from getting their throat slashed or being attacked. It's, it's really life or death in many ways. So we have to stick with the cops and the DAs and Ray Tierney and Donnelly are doing a great job. Pat Ryder is doing a great job as a commissioner of Suffolk County, Rodney Harrison, Suffolk County. So we got we got to stand together on this and forget all this defund the police talk. It's horrible. Not just defund the police, always questioning the cops. The cops lock up 90 guys. One guy claims his arm got broken or something. And suddenly becomes a headline in the newspapers. Oh, please. Um, I hope they broke that on. Anyway, this is uh, Peter King. Before I get uh, back to Trump, you mentioned Trump a couple of times. So I got a call the other day from uh, a mutual friend, uh, Michelle Johnson, who really is Michelle Capitola. Her father, Anthony, of course, is a big-time yeah. attorney. You know Anthony Capitola very well. Yeah, uh, everybody knows him, yeah. Yeah, Michelle's on the city council out there, and she was complaining about some of this housing that um, the governor, Kathy Hochul, mm-hmm. wants to build in some fine neighborhoods uh, out there in uh, Nassau County. You know what's going on with this? Because she was really upset. No, uh, and, and she ought to be. Uh, Michelle is on the uh, town board, the town of Oyster Bay, which is right. about 300,000 right. people. You know, we're talking about a big operation here. Joe Saladino is the supervisor. They're fighting it in Oyster Bay and Hempstead. Basically what Kathy Hochul is saying is that, that specifically Long Island, they have to build a certain amount of basically high-density housing near every train station. I think they've, I don't know, they've so, much, so much feet, that's three, so many buildings in there, so many uh, dwellings, so many units. And this is going to change the character of the suburbs. And it's, uh, again, it's a, a mandate she's trying to impose. It's going to change the quality of neighborhoods. Uh, and listen, right now, you know, there are being changes made. They've made them in places like Farmingdale uh, and uh, uh, Bayshore. We can go to a Freeport. They are coming up with ways to, uh, address the housing crisis, but they're doing it locally. Not have somebody up in Albany saying you have to have X number of units here, you have to have this here, and to turn the train stations into basically housing projects. I mean, that's, that is not Nassau County. That's not Suffolk County. 
And uh, so they are fighting it hard. I give Michelle credit. I give Joe Saladino. Don Clayman, Bruce Blakeman is fighting this. So this is a, and actually a number of Democrats are like uh, 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 Monica Martinez. She's a uh, Democratic state senator in Suffolk. These people all see what it's going to do to the suburban way of life. It's the arrogance of the progressives who want to control your lives. It's like coming into Bell Harbor and saying, okay, you need a 10-story apartment house down the block. Mr. Rosenberg, oh, yeah, but you yeah. got to build something on the. It's crazy. Right. And right. It's dangerous. Oh, I, I agree. I'm so I'm glad Michelle Johnson uh, spoke to me. I'm glad I brought that up with you. So good luck. Uh, she's on the board. That's right, the town board in uh, Oyster Bay. Now Oyster you, Bay. Yeah. Now you bring you did bring up Donald Trump, and that does beg the question, Peter King, who I love dearly. What do Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and Sid Rosenberg all have in common? They're all on the wrong side against Pete King, Brian Kilmeade, Tom Cotton, uh, Rich Lowry. No, they uh, – uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. What do you mean the wrong side? We, we differ on opinion. Maybe we're on the right side, but – Well, uh, you know, come on. After <laughs> all the things you said about me being a warmonger, least I, I, I say you're no, on the wrong you're, side. No, you're not a warmonger. John Bolton's a warmonger. Rich Lowry's a warmonger. But I am surprised you're on this side. But, yes, me, Trump, and DeSantis all agree this is not our war, Ukraine, Russia. But you, of course, vehemently disagree, so. Yeah, I do. And I, I noticed, though, when I'm on, you vehemently disagree. When Brian Kilmeade's on, he goes off for three minutes about how we have to defend Ukraine. So, I, 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 you, know, you, you radio guys stick together. That I got to say. <laughs> no, if you, if you listen back this morning, and it was, right. uh, you had to listen very carefully. He was talking about Trump, and I said, he's right. He's right. He's right. I was talking over Brian, but he kept talking. He didn't stop. Okay. Because I do agree <laughs> with Trump and DeSantis, but... You know, look, uh, what about, uh, I'm going to bring on Gordon Chang in a couple of minutes. What about this new issue with Russia and the United States, this drone that was taken down last night? Russia continues to deny they did it. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, first of all, I'm sure they did. We have to get more details on it. You don't want to overreact to something like that. On the other hand, you can't ignore it. So I would wait and see what the details are. But again, if, if it was done by Russia over international waters, we have to find some way of responding in kind. This is not why we're going to war with them or anything like that. That's be some way that we can show that you know, we're not going to put up with this in the future. Maybe it's just going to be some kind of a threat or some small measure, small but solid measure we can take. And that has to be done. Well, if I can go back to one thing, you're, you're Joe Sacopina, Ron. Yep. Whatever disagreements I may have with Donald Trump, I think the smartest thing he's done is hire Joe Sacopina for this case. This is a phony, fraudulent case, but you need a New York gut fighter Who's, a, who's brilliant, like Joe Tacopina. You can't be arguing this on some high philosoph- philosophical level. Like Joe goes into the enemy territory, like MSNBC, yep. CNN. Yep. That's the kind of guy you need on this. A guy who's really smart, but a guy who's really tough. It's not going to take any crap from Alvin Bragg or the New York Times. I'm glad you brought that up, and that's exactly what I said to Joseph on this show an hour ago. Congratulations. Dan Abrams, he doesn't care. Ari Melbourne, he doesn't care. All right, 60 seconds. You're a great yeah. guest, too, because like Brian and others, you're so well-rounded. You love sports. I love your sports mind. I've been talking for two days about Roy White. I interviewed Roy White yesterday. I can't think of a better man for the Yankees to put in Monument Park than the man who spent his whole baseball career in the Bronx than Roy White. I know you're a Met fan like me, but what do you think about Roy White in Monument Park? To me, guys like Roy White are what baseball should be all about. They're solid, they're steady, they're not in the headlines, but they're there every day doing what has to be done. Also, when you were talking to me, reminded me, the only World Series game, actually the first World Series game I was at, a friend of mine got me press passes for the 1977 game where Reggie Jackson at the three home runs. Oh, you were there? Being there. And then, yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, 
know, being the phony that I am, I had the press passes. <laughs> I got myself into the Yankee clubhouse afterwards. <laughs> so Steinbrenner's there pouring champagne over Billy Martin's head. Yeah. I remember Kenny Holson was sitting over the side complaining that Martin hadn't played him at all and pitched him at all in the World <laughs> Series. It was great to watch. So oh, I stuck in. Nobody knew the deal. And there I was with my phony press pass around my neck. Oh, it's and great. It was great stuff. That is great stuff. Looking- Roy White, he deserves it. That, to me, is the type of role model a kid should have. And besides that, he was an excellent, excellent ball player. Well said. There you have it. Randy Levine. Now you got Peter King, Sid Rosenberg, Brian Kilmeade. I'll have 100 people by today's end telling you to put the great number six. I know Tori had that number two. Roy had it first in uh, Monument Park. Peter, as always, excellent, excellent appearance. I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. Thank you. You're the best. That's a great congressman, Peter King, with another home run.